Hello, everyone. First of all, I'd love to thank you for tuning in to the Integrative Thoughts podcast. I am your host, Matt Kaufman. And through this platform, I plan on seeking out guests that interest me, that I am curious about, and overall just living a more meaningful, purposeful life in hopes that you as listeners and I myself can grasp onto a little bit of their knowledge and integrate that into our daily lives. Are you having trouble losing weight? Do you get extreme food cravings, especially at night? What about the inability to lose weight even when you cut calories and do a lot of exercise? I know I fell into this category for pretty much most of my life. It's actually probably not even your fault. You most likely have what's called leptin resistance. Leptin is actually a hormone made by the fat cells that regulates food intake and energy expenditure by communicating with the brain. The more fat you have, the more negative leptin messages are actually being sent to your brain. This creates what's called leptin resistance and is going to sabotage all dieting efforts and causes food cravings even when you have enough fat stored. Introducing Zenith, this is an all-new, completely natural formula that gently decreases leptin levels to restore accurate communication between fat cells in the brain. Zenith contains zero harmful stimulants. It's made of all-natural polysaccharides and acetylated fatty acids, very safe for long-term weight loss plans, and it is made in the USA. In an eight-week, university-conducted, double-blind, placebo-controlled study, participants lost 21.3 pounds of fat, lost almost four inches off their waistline, and reduced serum leptin levels by 43%. So if you or someone you know, someone you really love is struggling with weight loss, head down to the show notes. I'll have a link there and a few videos where you can learn more information about Zenith. So listen, I've been experimenting with different types of minerals, especially magnesium, for the past five to six years. But I could never really find a product that I could feel the benefits that magnesium claimed to give. Magnesium is one of the most important minerals for all of human health. It participates in over 600 different biochemical reactions in the body, yet over 80% of the population is deficient. Magnesium deficiency can increase risk for all disease and greatly decrease optimal performance. That's why I like Bioptimizers. They use all seven forms of magnesium in a highly bioavailable form in their product Magnesium Breakthrough. Magnesium helps with stress, anxiety, sleep, immune function, detoxification, and so much more. If you want to try out this product, head over to Buy Optimizers and use code INTEGRATIVETHOUGHTS10 to receive a 10% discount on their amazing product, Mag Breakthrough. Today's guest is the CEO and inventor of Creatrix Solutions. Her name is Eileen Durfee. Uh, we talk a lot about her history with chronic illness and how she got over that using a lot of hair tissue mineral analysis tests. We talk about these amazing coffee enema kits that she's created. We talk about her tallow skincare beauty products, her amazing sauna, her negative ion generators. I mean, everything she creates is next level. She is just a wealth of knowledge that she's gained over the years through trying to heal herself and heal others. I think you're really going to get a lot out of this. I will link to her website, Creatrix Solutions, in the show notes. Enjoy the show. Eileen, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I've actually, I know a few people who uh, recommend your products. I follow um, Todd and then also uh, Extreme Health Radio. I know he tags you sometimes. I'm not sure if you've been on his show. I've listened to quite a few of his podcasts, but I know he recommends you on his stories and stuff. So some few people that I really respect actually enjoy a lot of your products. So 
I'm super excited to talk yeah, about some of this stuff. I have been on Extreme Health Radio. He's just bought some of my products. He's listened to me on some other shows and learned about me. And so, yeah, so I think he wanted to gain the experience himself first. Yeah, which is what uh, most people do. And um, I mean, that's a good way to do it. But I thought you were really interesting. And I've used some of your tallow products. So I know we'll dive into that a little bit later. But you have a really, really cool story about kind of growing up in a toxic city and just kind of being sick all your life. And I, I actually are highly relatable, been sick most of my life, too, and had to deal with a lot of chronic issues. Why don't you kind of uh, dive into your backstory about being sick and healing yourself? Sure. Um... When I was born, they ripped me out with forceps, but when I was inside my mom, I was twisted in a way where I had just fascial twisting. So when I began to walk, one of my knees hit into the other leg. They put me in special shoes. I had hip and leg pain ever since I can remember. And then later on, they put a lift in my shoe, but it was like, twisted hips and issues with C1 and C2 that kind of just went down my body. So it wasn't really diagnosed correctly. And then I grew nine inches in three months, you know, the summer of the eighth grade. And then I was ran over by a car, could barely lift my arms. So it was like extreme scoliosis. My thoracic bones went clear into my shoulder blades. Uh, it was extremely painful. And, you know, all this time, I, you know, am from Kennewick, Washington, where I'm living, but it's the most contaminated place in the Western Hemisphere. It's where they built the bomb. And when my parents were younger children, I mean, they literally reduced large amounts of radiation. And there's more thyroid disease in this area than anywhere else. And I, so I've had thyroid problems, you know, my whole life. And then it didn't help when I was 20 years old. I got a silver amalgam filling. That's when I really fell sick. And then being in, you know, just around chemicals and exposure. My dad had a motorcycle shop. So back when there was lead gasoline, you know, being around the work area where they're repairing motorcycles and just being around the machine shop. I mean, ever since I was younger, I didn't have any brothers. So I'm like around oil and running lathes and breathing welding fumes. And then when I went to the nuclear power plant industry, it was before OSHA really regulated fresh air. So I'm breathing more chemicals and more toxic fumes. And my immune system was just crashing, you know, when I'm like, you know, in my 20s and I developed, you know, multiple chemical sensitivities and allergies to everything. I'm actually literally related to the boy in the bubble from the John Travolta movie. So now with genetic testing, looking at all my genetic problems, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, so it really wasn't like an optional thing, you know, for me, because I'm a slow metabolizer of just everything and just so many, you know, homosagous, multiple, you know, problems. But I just had that underlying belief that if my body had what it needed, that it would heal itself. So 
I mean, I was told in, uh, what, 83, 84 that I had candida, so they put me on niastat and well, ketoconazole for a while. Then I read the Yeast Connection book and went on that diet, did that diet for three years straight. I mean, I never ate anything out of a can or a box. I rotated, you know, I never ate anything within the same family within 72 hours or I would, you know, become allergic to it. And it was just horrific. And then I switched from using medications to natural substances. So I was still chasing symptoms, not looking at the root cause. And I tried it. I mean, I ate paleo before paleo existed, like in the 80s. I did Bernard Jansen's cleanses and high colonics and, you know, just everything. I, I mean, I just spared no expense and tried everything. I was my own guinea pig. Then I came across hair analysis, which really was the beginning of a real life change, you know, because people with candida, it's really because of exhausted adrenal glands that you can't keep the bound to a protein to become bioavailable, it becomes toxic. And of course, women have more problems with toxicity than men because copper follows estrogen. But I went on this journey of hair analysis because one of the things that the wellness revolution misses is instead of taking zinc because zinc is good for you, they don't realize that zinc lowers sodium and raises potassium and you move one mineral, they all adjust, they all compensate. There's antagonists, synergists, those kinds of things. And there's homostatic balances that those minerals affect because every single cell in our body has an enzyme binding site and by design it needs to have a certain mineral like our bones you know teeth and nerve fibers have more calcium the man's prostate has more zinc our thyroid gland is more selenium and so on and so forth and when we don't have either the right minerals or mineral ratios in our food which is common or if we're supplementing that's one thing, but just having it present isn't enough because you have to have like the sodium pump, be able to open the cells up at the right frequency to carry these things. It's almost like pressurized <laughs> piping systems to get somewhere. And when these ratios aren't there, then the body will actually use heavy metals because they don't need that mechanism. And so then there's substitutions like lead for calcium, cadmium for zinc, aluminum for magnesium, so on and so forth. Then we become like jalopies. And so a lot of people are into detoxification, but chelating out things doesn't fix the reason why your body had to use a junkyard part to begin with. And the first sign of imbalance is fatigue. And so I went on this journey of doing hair analysis. And then, you know, you're going to feel like crud by taking this stuff unless you open up your detoxification pathways. And so that's how I got into the better sauna. You know, why drinking ozonated water? All the hacks so I could detoxify and feel like superwoman, you know, in the process so my body could begin doing this transformation of rebuilding cells with like new car parts instead of being a jalopy with junkyard parts. 
So it's it's been quite the journey, but now, you know, I'm 60 years old. I mean, even if you look at videos of me 10 years ago, compared to now, I mean, I've got less wrinkles. I, you know, of course I lost 30 pounds because I am, you know, using my near infrared sauna, doing some stretching, you know, that's phenomenal. There's just so many things that you can do and people don't realize that it's not a silver bullet because we're all unique. Like for one thing, you hear everybody talking about, oh yeah, collagen and all this kind of stuff. Well, I have a genetic mutation where I do not deal with glycine. So when I have, when I put collagen <laughs> In my protein drink, it screws up so much stuff in my body. And so I'm using some topical custom creams, and then it balances out these ratios. And then my body begins making serotonin and has the right serotonin-dopamine ratio. I mean, there's just so much to this. And I'm, you know, constantly learning because... There's so much that we can do to lengthen our telomeres and, you know, have a better quality of life. I mean, my grandma lived till she was 99, but the last 25 years of her life was horrible. And, you know, I, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. It's amazing. I want to circle back to something that a lot of people don't realize, and it's uh, this kind of uh, topic you kind of call it junkyard parts. I've heard it called ionic mimicry. But it's kind of like people don't realize that um, our soils are so depleted with the minerals and our food are depleted with minerals. And then we're like a couple generations in of depleted minerals and also being introduced to more of these heavy metals in our environment through amalgam fillings, just through breathing aluminum in the air and everything. And our body would rather grab onto that heavy metal than to have nothing at all. So it's right. going it, to, it, it wants something to be in place of there and it'll use something that's really close to it in the periodic table to kind of just do, do just to be there. It needs something there. So it'll grab onto these heavy metals. But what that does is it causes very low cellular function. And I dealt with that and a lot of brain fog and fatigue. So it, it pulls something in there so that something's there to make it work, but you're functioning at a very, very low vibration. Very, it's, it's a struggle. And, um, I found my way back through some minerals and some of the coffee enemas and stuff that you uh, talk about as well. So I really do want to touch on how, how our body will use some of these toxic compounds. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's adaptation. It's just like, if you had the key to your front door, you'd use it. But what if you didn't? You'd walk around the backyard, maybe crawl up a ladder and get in a window. Do you get the same result? But that consumes so So that's how the body is designed. It will always substitute and use, but then it'll adapt. That's why the, the first sign of an imbalance or health problem is fatigue. Your body's adapting. It's not using the most efficient way of you know keeping you alive and you know giving you energy and this is all about how your body takes the food that you eat and burns it to create cellular energy it's just like if you've got a teenager driving a car in first gear going 100 miles an hour do you think that car gets very good gas mileage <laughs> no you know and the motor's heating up it could you know get burnt up and the same thing if granny's driving in six gear going five miles an hour you can have all this carbon buildup and all these problems and that's the same way with how our body translates all this to cellular energy and so when we have digestive issues 
you know, besides the fact our food is, you know, not like it should be, even organic food has been analyzed for minerals and it's like, whoa. And so we, we have all these cravings and everything, but it really goes right down to our adrenal and thyroid function because those are the two major energy production glands, you know, in our body. And so, you know, one of the the worst adaptations you can have is mercury for heavy metal. I don't know this, but like, say, cadmium uh, for zinc, cadmium, like, will give you a lot of energy, but it makes everything really brittle and hard and causes all kinds of health problems, but you're, it's like drinking down coffee and say, hey, I've got energy. Well, that's not natural energy. It's stimulants, you know, but your body will use these toxic metals. But one of the worst ones, and a lot of people are getting exposure to this, not only through silver amalgam fillings, if they haven't gotten those out, is by a lot of fish, you know, is mercury. So mercury, when you look at that biochemically, when it lands on a cell, it will either distort the enzyme binding site so the right mineral cannot into it or it, or it plugs into the mineral enzyme binding site. And then there's zero cellular function, zero. So it's really important to be able to, you know, have a little bit of selenium. You know, it's a mercury antagonist and it will... Uh, the thyroid gland is more selenium than any organ in the body. So it's got a little protective mechanism. I'm not so into taking so much iodine because then iodine will compete and, and not allow the thyroid gland to have the selenium that it needs. So then you've got thyroid function, you know, artificial function. And so maybe doing some Icelandic kelp so you get that iodine with some selenium so there's protective measures but then also change the type of fish you're eating you know sardines are small they don't live long they don't eat other fish you're eating bigger fish that live longer that eat other fish they're going to have higher mercury levels you can get some um, fish that are tested for mercury but out of all, all the hair tests that i see you know i see a high mercury level like toxic poisoning levels and they're eating fish three days a week so you got to be selective on which fish you, you know eat because that's the most dangerous one that you can have but it's it's an adaptive thing like like you were saying that that we can't avoid and, and our number one exposure of course to toxins is just breathing you don't even realize indoor air is three to five times more toxic than outdoor air. You know, the outgassing. I mean, now you can go to the store and get non-toxic cleaning chemicals and all of that. But, you know, they've never evaluated, like, there's different products that can have certain levels of chemicals in them that are under the threshold. You know, they're allowed to use carcinogenic chemicals like the, one of the worst is a glade plug-in air freshener i mean you look at the ingredients on the health and human services website and it causes cancer it's not cleaning the air it's putting fragrances in but it's below that threshold but but what about all the other stuff that you have in your house i mean it let alone the body products that 
like women, I read a study, we're, we're putting on more than 500 different chemicals on our body that's going in our skin, you know, in 30 seconds. And so all these things interrupt our cellular function and cause us to have less energy, even if they're not a direct mineral, but if they're a chemical, then you're going to even have more substitutions and accumulation of toxins in your cells. Yeah. And uh, I've heard Chris Shade talk about this on a podcast before about like, you know, having mercury is one thing, but then having mercury and lead takes it from like a two out of 10 to like a nine out of 10 or having, you know, when these things mix, people don't realize like we use a lower, they use a lower level to get past like the standards. But then when all of these little micro tensions kind of build up and then they're all in there together, it takes something from that would normally be just like a cadmium exposure, which wouldn't be so bad by itself. But then you have two or three other compounds with plastics or chemicals or lead or mercury. And now it takes you from a nine out of 10 and that bucket kind of overflows. And then one day you look like me and you just break down. You have no energy. You have complete brain fog. You can't, I mean, I used to be like a straight A student. All, I mean, I partied all the time in college, still got on the Dean's list, like every semester, like, you know, I worked all through college and partied a lot. And then it was like in my later twenties, I couldn't remember anything. I couldn't remember if I locked the door. I couldn't, I just didn't know what the hell was going on. And I had a mixture of these things. I had lime and I was living in a moldy house. I used to have mercury amalgam filling. So it was like, you know, everything kind of added in together. And then it was like, I was just like a chemical soup. Great. Absolutely. I mean, same thing happened with me. I mean, I used to have to have a notepad and write down everything because I would forget it. And my body was just uh, falling apart. So, you know, just the people out there need to, you know, make a decision because there's a lot of people out there just on medications to stop symptoms, you know, which then are going to cause other problems. But if they want to go down the holistic route, you know, it's basically helping your body detoxify in a safe manner. And the number one thing they can do is limit the exposure because, hey, if you, if you don't intake it, you don't have to get rid of it. And, you know, even if you live, eat the cleanest diet and live in the cleanest environment, you're still going to have things that you can't avoid in your system. So you have to have a detoxification protocol. It's no longer like, you know, hey, I'm going to do a detox uh, regime once a year. It's like you need to like have things in your lifestyle that you can do all the time. And one of the things that people will ask me, they'll say, Eileen, I, I just don't have time for all that. I, I'm going to do one thing and I'm not going to change what I eat or anything else, but what would you recommend that I do? My standard answer is always do a daily coffee enema. <laughs> and, you know, people had problems with that. And so, you know, first I was recommended using Colima boards, but those are expensive. People don't want to spend $300, $350. But then I had this client, I just get great ideas from my clients. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> uh, he had restless leg syndrome and was addicted to hydrocodones. 
that's how he survived. And he did a hair analysis and I recommended the coffee enemas. And at the time, I only had like a bag that you could literally turn inside out to clean because most of them you can't, you know. So he told me, he says, okay, I'll do it. And he comes back and he was talking about his pain relief and, and how much able to reduce his medication and things. And so he stood up and he literally rolled the bag so he didn't have to lay down. And then he got where he had such bowel control that he could just walk around, you know, after he filled up before he went to release. So that gave me the idea because a lot of people have bad knees or low back or even somebody physically fit when you get up that coffee water solution will come out with fecal matter as you stand up before you try to eliminate. So it's kind of messy. People, people like going, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to do a coffee enema. So I came up with a stand up, no mess. The enema fix that you can use while you're in the shower. So you can pump in, you know, prime out the air and then you just pump in as much want and it'll go clear up the ascending and the transverse and then you can you know take your shower you could do a fashion massage or whatever i mean my favorite story of coffee enemas is when hitler's army was cut off from supplies and they were operating on soldiers without painkillers without anesthesia and the doctors would order plain water enemas but the nurses started putting in leftover coffee from the pot, thinking, well, hey, if it's keeping the doctors going 24-7, it ought to be good for the soldiers. <laughs> and an amazing thing happened. Their pain reduced so much that it became famous, and three universities around Europe started studying why does this relieve pain so much. And so they had experiments with rats you know, and figured out that in 12 minutes, all the caffeine and the palmitic acid from the rectal area went through the portal vein. It's it's kind of like if you go up and pull up a tomato plant, you see all those little tubers. We have, that's what a portal vein looks like that hooks onto our intestinal tract. Then it goes up to the liver. So basically, the caffeine and palmitic acid went to the liver, and then it expanded the bile ducts, so bile production increased quite a bit. But glutathione increased 600%. Turned on enzyme systems and all kinds of things. So it it's going to make it more conducive for the good bacteria to live in your gut. It's going to trap heavy metals like toxic copper and things like that with that excess bile. And so the coffee enema sells itself so now that i have the gizmo that makes it easy i always give everybody the two-week coffee enema challenge i said do it daily it doesn't matter if you can only hold it for one minute just you know because of the 32 ounce jar you know you can uh fill up half you know massage take a long shower and then when you need to eliminate get out and then refill but within the two-week period see they develop that bowel control where they can hold more and then everyone feels better it's like they sell themselves you know so if i can get somebody to do a two-week coffee enema challenge daily they'll never quit doing the coffee enema and so this 
system removes a lot of the objections, you know, that, that people have to the coffee enema. But if anybody out there has any pain in their body, if they're trying to kick the coffee habit, or if they just, you know, are toxic, they have digestion problems, all these kinds of things, if they do a coffee enema, it's going to help them. I actually had a husband and wife come in and they got a hair analysis. And of course, I tried to do the coffee enema with them. And the husband said, okay, I'll do it. So we got the the device and he had uh, depression and anxiety and insomnia and allergies and all this stuff. So he had all these medications he was taking. So they came back a month later, and 80% of his problems were gone. And all he did was do a daily coffee enema. And then when I start somebody on a mineral program, I always caution them, never take it three times a day like they say, because your body's going to think it won the lottery. And then you're going to have all these detox systems, so it's just like driving and stop and go traffic. You wouldn't leave the accelerator on when somebody's slowing down in front of you. So I said, let's just get a good cruising speed. He goes, oh, no problem. I'll just take all the supplements. I'll just do another daily coffee enema. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I just have had so many people that are transformed by just doing that one simple thing. Yeah, no, 100%. I um, got into it because of all I heard Ben Greenfield talking about it and had an article on it. And that was probably like four or five years ago. And I mean, when I was doing my detox from Lyme and the mold and everything, it was just, I was doing them every day, sometimes twice a day. And then now I'm doing them like twice a week, pretty much just like maintenance. I don't, I don't know, I just kind of time consuming to do it every single day, but uh, right, yeah, I do yeah. feel good doing it at once at once minimum and then most times twice a week and i just have better bowel movements like after i do it my mental clarity is really good for pretty much most of the day uh it's really really interesting so it, i do reduction in pain that glutathione is a big part um, most people don't realize that you know you're not really going to have that much glutathione and uh, detoxification antioxidants when your body's really toxic so if you can kind of help uh, boost that production endogenously uh, especially because there's a lot of, um, I don't know, I get mixed reviews. I'm taking it orally and the liposome stuff. Um, I don't know how well it works, but it, it definitely seems to work through the coffee enema. Yeah. The oral does not really absorb that well. You're losing a lot of it. Transdermal. You know, there's one brand that I've tried that, you know, like about 80% of it gets absorbed, but Anytime you can do something for yourself that's going to improve your gut bacteria, that's going to trap heavy metals besides increased glutathione production 600%, you know, you you got the leg up on that uh, versus buying a supplement or putting a cream on your body. I was in a car wreck and I had to have knee surgery. So I had, you know, anesthesia, went through physical therapy. I think I just got done taking my last pain pill and I was over at the physical therapist and they had one of those S3 machines like was on Dr. Oz that measured circulating antioxidants and doctors use it to sell you antioxidant supplements. So I reluctantly put my hand on it because I thought it was going to be really bad. 
And I turned out to have 80,000 circulating units. Now, Dr. Oz on the show had 75. In the show, everyone had a color of shirt representing their amount of antioxidants. Supposedly, if you can have 60,000 or more, then you're going to have a significant risk reduction for cancer. And so they were just amazed. And they're like going, oh, my gosh, what antioxidants are you taking? Because the rep was there training the staff on how to use this machine. (laughs) I don't take any, but I do a daily coffee enema and my near-infrared incandescent bulb sauna. And I drink ozonated water. So that and and I just take the supplements my hair analysis says. And they just said the rep goes, Oh man, you're never gonna get cancer, you know. <laughs> and so I speak very highly of the coffee enema, you know, both the near infrared sauna gonna help you produce antioxidants, but that's you know huge for you know longevity, for cell health. And now, what, one in three people get cancer? It's like epidemic. And so we have to do things for ourselves. And the neat thing about this, good. I mean, it makes you, like you said, have better mental clarity. Um, It just helps you function, you know, during the day. And and that's what we want. We don't want to feel exhausted. We don't don't want to feel pain in our and I've had a lady that took my challenge was unable to walk down the driveway to her mailbox without any without just horrible pain and after two weeks able to walk down and get her mail without any pain so like I said, they sell themselves. So any of you listeners who've been reluctant, you can get the stand-up no-mess kit. You know, so all the excuses of my knees hurt, my back hurt, I don't want to mess, they're all gone. <laughs> and you can So with the um with that stand-up kit, are they standing up the whole time that they're holding it in? Yeah, you can, or you can still lay down. You don't have to. It's just that I coined it the stand-up no mess because you can do it in the shower while you're multitasking. It's like stack our hacks. You know, how much time do we have? Can we do our fascia blasting and, you know, uh, hair treatment while, you know, while we're in the shower, also doing our coffee enema, you know, it just makes, you know, it easier to integrate into our life. I mean, I'm a gizmo woman. I don't know how many listeners out there have like, gizmos they bought that's in their garage that they never use right you know you don't have enough time for everything so here's a way (laughs) that that you do have time but you can still lay down in the tub if you want or if you have a kalima board you can still lay down you know you can you can do all those things still oh because i remember when i was reading i haven't done research on it in a while because i've been doing them so long but i thought you were supposed to like kind of lay on your back and then put it in and then lay on your right side so that it like travels up to the liver i didn't know how true that was but well it does help but see with the pump i pump with one hand and i use my left hand to massage up the ascending and over the transverse and Ah. it gets there so I don't have to lay down and, you know, it's. 
Uh, okay. So, so you, it can be done either way. You still get the benefits yeah. if you if you do it standing up with a little massage. Yes. Yes. Cool. And it's, um, it's do you have a specific type of coffee that you recommend for coffee enemas? I do. See, when I was originally training with the doctor because of the yawn nature of the more dark roasted instead of light roasted, that's what was recommended. But then I started reading a lot about the Garrison therapy and using the Wilson light roasted coffee. So, of course, I had to try the light roasted coffee. And literally, the light roasted coffee caused my body to make so much bile, my skin literally turned green. Wow. Greenish olive tint. And then it's also yin, because it's the light roast, and not as much stuff would come out. So it's not as detoxifying. So I always recommend a medium to a dark roast coffee that's going to have plenty of caffeine and palmitic acid. And then people go, oh, well, what brand? Well, you know, they have all this mold-free, grown-in-the-shade, but the grown-in-the-shade, mold-free certified coffee, they brag about how low acid it is. So for a coffee enemy, you don't want the low acid coffee because that's what the palmitic acid is part of the magic of, of making that glutathione and getting all these benefits. And so in America, hey, you know, how many coffee stands are there within a mile of where you're at in any given moment? And then how many local people have organic coffee beans with the roaster that you can go in and watch them roast it? So what I do is I go to my local coffee roaster who gets the organic green beans and they roast it. I put in my order. I pick it up the next day. I've got like the freshest coffee that didn't have a chance to mold that's going to have the perfect amount of acid and caffeine for my coffee enema. So that's why I don't sell coffee and I don't really recommend a lot of these mold certified ones because how many, you know, because of the low acid, because of how many months has it sat in the warehouse, when was it roasted, when you can literally, I mean, unless you live out in the country somewhere, you know, any of the major cities, you're going to be able to find a local coffee roaster. Yeah, great advice. I tried that um, light roast stuff too because I was doing it with my regular like bulletproof and purity coffee. And then uh, one of a buddy of mine was like, "You're supposed to be using the light roast." So then I looked it up, and I didn't feel much different or any better when I did that. So I just was like, "Why would I order separate coffee for my enema? I just use what coffee I have, and I typically have purity over here. It seems to work pretty well." Yeah, I, mean, so I don't know if that's low acid or not, but people can get benefits out of any coffee, you know, doing no coffee enema to doing a coffee enema. It doesn't matter what coffee you use, you're going to get some benefits out of it. And, you know, then as far as the water goes, I have, I use Mountain Valley spring water because it comes in glass jars and it's, you know, got a lot of nice minerals in it. And so I put my coffee into spring water. You know, that's what I do. That's a common question, you know, as far as what water do I use, that kind of thing. And then another common question is, how do I brew my coffee? I say, anyway, works. My favorite method is I have a stainless steel plater. And it's like a, a two-cup 
percolator. So I percolate my coffee and I drink one cup of coffee a morning. No, I don't more than that. And then I use the rest of it for my coffee enema. And so then I, I just make it fresh every day. People can make it up and put it in the refrigerator. But I, I put the spring water in the glass jar first because obviously this isn't a coffee mug. You pour really hot liquid in this, it's going to crack. And I just, you know, put in, you know, the coffee, then I'm you know, ready to go. That's amazing. And yeah, I just have like the stainless steel bucket, which is like the pretty standard ones, really easy to clean. And then I just buy a new yeah. like tube every so often when I feel like it's uh, been a while since I've upgraded the, the silicone tube or whatever. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's mm -hmm. people that, I mean, I have a Klima board, you know, so it's like, and then I had my sauna lights above me. Then I had my red lights and I had, you know, just all kinds where I was multitasking laying down, but I got tired of cleaning that Kalima board. So that's when I came up with the stand up kit and then I would use it for traveling and it's just so convenient. That's the only way I do it now, just because it saves me time. I can get my fascia blasting in. I can put, cause I just have curly unruly hair so i have to like really moisturize it so leave that in there so i can get that done too you know so <laughs> just whatever you know works for a person is but definitely doing the coffee enema and you know when you really realize it about 70 percent of people are constant and you know that's Really, the root cause of that is because your adrenal glands are not making enough aldosterone, so they have low electrolyte levels of sodium, you know, and therefore the body doesn't have enough sodium to convert over to hydrochloric acid. And so then there's this all this auto-intoxification that happens when you're not having, you know, these regular bowel movements. And so I teach people it's much better to do a coffee enema. Like that was one of my real big problems that I had when I started doing coffee enemas back in 2011. And so it helped with compliance for me doing them daily uh, until I restored my adrenal gland function and, you know, improved my electrolyte levels so my digestion was better. But, you know, now it's like, you know, regular bowel movements, no problem. So I don't do coffee enemas daily anymore, but I do them three to four times a week, though, probably like every other day. And it's just because it reduces inflammation so much. And now we know what, 60 to 80% of all the disease now is caused by systemic inflammation. So there's been more and more reasons why to continue doing that practice, even though like maybe the original reason started is no longer a problem for me. Yeah, I'm super glad you actually touched on that because that was actually um, I uh, my wife was just like, oh, no, I just use the restroom like every two or three days. And I was like baffled. We've been together for like five years. I didn't know that. 
Um, I'm like, that's not good. We got to get you on some, a little bit more magnesium, some salt. Like we gotta, you gotta be getting that bowel movement out every single day because the toxins aren't being eliminated and you're already living in a super toxic world. So then they're just recirculating through the system. So now she's, uh, at first she was like, I don't like using the bathroom every day, but now she's like, she realizes the benefits and feels a lot better from it. So it's funny. Yeah, you do. You feel so much better, you know? Definitely. Yeah, the reduction in anxiety, just like, I mean, it's if you if, oh, if I don't go to the bathroom one day, um, I was just switching some minerals up the other day, like some ratios. And I kind of had one day where I didn't go to the bathroom and I was like thinking about it all day. I'm like, no way. And then and then it returned to normal. The next day, I think my body was just doing some adjusting. But I was like, no, I, I have to have that religious morning bowel movement for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean. You know, we talk about that, but another aspect of health is our skin is the largest eliminating. So that's huge. I mean, you know, we've been hearing people talk about dry skin brushing forever, you know, so that opens up the pores. It's excellent to do right before you take a sauna because you'll sweat more and faster, but the stimulation, you know, when you're brushing the skin actually activates the lymphatic system. And, you know, with the lymphatic system not having its own pump, you know, rebounding is a great, you know, tool. But that's one of the ways that we can really increase our detoxification overall health is, you know, activating our skin, getting that skin eliminating like it should. And as far as saunas, that's the other thing I started at the same time that I started the daily coffee enema because I was challenged to do that when I was in training to be a practitioner, you know, with using laboratory hair analysis was daily coffee enema, daily near-infrared sauna. Now, I had a far-infrared sauna that I had actually bought in like 19... Eight or 99 and you know years later i find out you know the emf is off the charts on every single heater and control box and you know keypad panel so i was just blasting myself but you know i'd have to heat that sauna up good 30 40 minutes and then get in there and it would take me an hour to sweat because I had such underactive thyroid. I had undiagnosed Hashimoto's for years. That's why I've got my white spots on my arms from autoimmune. But uh, when this doctor said you needed to have near infrared incandescent bulb, you know, I really thought, you know, boy, this guy's kind of prejudiced. I mean, I feel good for using my sauna. You know, I'm sweating like crazy. Normally I would exercise and I wouldn't even sweat, you know, so it was making me feel good. And my son was at the University of Washington taking biology and chemistry classes. So, of course, I'm asking him, hey, what is this? You know, because I sweat and all this. He goes, oh, biomodulation. The reason why we have life on planet Earth is because of near-infrared and photosynthesis, and you can just shine it on your skin, and it causes your mitochondria to produce ATP. You know, normally you got to eat and digest it, you know, to get that energy. 
So he said, yeah, mom, he says, that's like really good. He sent me all kinds of articles that he was actually studying, you know, from the University of Washington. And so I started out because I was going to actually take a trip to go visit my other son. And I got the light panel. Day one, I didn't sweat as much. So it's interesting how, you know, it builds up the energy in your cells. Because day two, I started sweating more. By day three, I started sweating profusely. And I had this energetic feeling come over me. I felt before it was like really. And it's like, okay, there is really something to this. So I never took a far infrared sauna since. And I switched over to the incandescent bulb near infrared sauna. Of course, there were problems with it because, you know, canvas doesn't really hold in the heat. And, you know, I just started thinking about, well, if this is all light and it's interacting with our skin, why don't I make a tent that has insulation value for number one? So we don't have to preheat. We don't have to be in there as long, but so that... We can have exposure on our skin over and over again because light is light and it travels. Why not just keep it in there with you? So I created this um, tent that you could use bulbs with. And it, it was just transformational. It was like the first, you know, using the panel like in a small closet to having this tent. It was just transformational how you felt, the amount of, of sweating that happened. My first tent used to be, well, I'm six foot, but the first tent was four foot by four foot by five foot, and it forced you to go in and sit on a stool. Um, normally in a sauna, have heaters all around you where the ambient temperature is consistent everywhere in the sauna. That's not like how it is with an incandescent bulb sauna. Uh, an incandescent bulb sauna, it's always hottest in front of the lights. And so when you're sitting there, you shine this diamond-shaped light panel on the trunk of your body. Because when you can dip the core of your body, you know, you're going to get systemic, you know, circulation to all your limbs and everything. But it's really weird because you would sit in there and you'd begin sweating on one side of your body. The back side would really be cold. And then you wipe that down because what does your body do? It'll shunt the blood towards the heat source. Then it begins vasculating your tissues. So that way the, the blood comes closer to the surface of the skin. Then the sweat comes out to basically cool you down. And in a sauna, we want to increase our core body temperature because that enables us to kill off weak cells and fight pathogens. It's like assimilated fever. There's so many benefits to heat stress therapy, but you don't want to cool down when you're in a sauna. So you wipe that sweat off and you turn the opposite direction and your body has to shun it. So in an incandescent bulb sauna, you literally get twice the circulation as other saunas, because of the blood shunting. So that's super, you know, important. And so again, I have to thank another customer. You know, I love these customers with these 
these problem solvers because I had a gal, she was kind of short and she wanted to lay down and take a sauna. So she flipped the tent and put the floor against the wall and then laid diagonal. So then I'm thinking, oh my gosh. So I went to sleep and I saw this convertible tent. I changed the shape to three foot by four foot by six foot five tall. My son's six foot five. So, you know, I got to have my son be able to stand up <laughs> doing this on it. And so then you can just use brackets and you can either sit down, stand up or lay down. And then I increased the insulation value of the tent panels from an R4 to an R12. And currently that now they're an R15. And so now you can get in the convertible, the, the smaller sauna, and it will be without a preheat. It'll be 120 degrees in five minutes. If your hairdryer works in the outlet, so does that, it, it's zero EMF. Now, I also went to extents because, you know, what I said earlier is if you don't accumulate the heavy metals or the toxins, you don't have to work to get it out, right? So the first line of defense is always go non-toxic and have something that's safer. That was my big thing. Other canvas tents for incandescent bulb saunas are not organic. It doesn't matter how much it's been washed with cotton being the dirtiest crop with GMO ready. It's GMO in the fibers. It's pesticides ready to release into the air when they're heated. Part of the fibers. And so I use organic cotton webbing, you know, on the sauna. And additionally, European standards, there's a thing called ROHS testing. And they test for all kinds of heavy metals like lead. In America, your pants zipper can literally have 50% more lead than Europe. Realize that. So I went ahead and built my Sonifix tent to European standards. So, of course, we have lead-free zippers, <laughs> you know, organic cotton, no VOCs in the, you know, steel piping, the, you know, the powder, you know, coating on there. The bamboo mats are boiled and baked under pressure so you don't have, you know, the chemicals from fumigation. So I just went to certain extents to make it a non-toxic experience. And the sauna fix system is the only sauna recommended by the Heel Hive Lime Group. And the Heel Hive members that have my sauna, their testimony is, is I can live with Lyme disease by taking a daily sauna and not even feel symptoms of Lyme. So there's a difference between the Sonifix system and the other ones. And, and I think it has to do with the magic of the every second times the speed of light, you're maximizing the phototherapy, you know, getting that core body temperature up because the small tent with the drop ceiling, you can get it to 190 degrees in there. And so you can almost get, you know, hypothermia. If you go to a hypothermia treatment center, you're going to pay $25,000 a month. You're like literally in the small sauna with the drop ceiling 
in there, you can get your rectal temperature up within a one degree of hypothermic. So that's like really hot. And if you put, you know, the breeze safe plasma machine in there and you breathe those negative ions, you don't feel as hot. You feel more comfortable and your rectal temperature will continue to rise as you get out of the sauna. But then I had people, I have to thank another customer, Jen Bodner from Yoga Digest. She had two of the old saunas, the 4x4x5, zipped together, and she was using it like a hot yoga. But she had, you know, she couldn't stand up in there. So she said, oh, Eileen, if it was only this and if it was only that. So then we made the bigger hot yoga studio because she was really short so we didn't make it any taller we still kept it at six foot five and it was three foot long and you know seven foot eleven so we've had a lot of people using the hot yoga studio it has a middle partition so it's just as small as the smaller sauna so you can really get a hot wedding chamber going too but then i've got people like um you know that odd todd todd shipman he has double sauna lamps in there. So he can get it to 190 degrees and he does all kinds of exercise and, you know, uh, <clears throat> Jill does yoga in there. And so it's, <clears throat> it's amazing with exercise with near infrared sauna therapy. I read some studies from Europe. And there was one where these women rode bicycles for three days a week for a month, uh, you know, for 30 minutes. And no, it was 45 minutes. And there was a group that rode bicycles in front of near-infrared lights and ones that didn't. And the ones that rode it in front of near-infrared light, amazing thing happened. I mean, their blood sugar got better. They didn't have as much pain. But they lost eight inches in the circumference of their body, and it was more body contouring. So our body has a metabolism, but every kind of cell has a different metabolism, and fat cells happen to have the slowest metabolism. So what happens with near-infrared light when you're exercising with it shining on you, it's allowing the body to burn the fat in the fat cell for energy. It speeds up the metabolism of those cells so that you literally, when you're exercising in front of near infrared, you're shrinking the fat stores. You know, the circumference of your body in those areas is going down. And that's how I lost 30 pounds. I mean, I you know, eat pretty good. You know, I had a bad habit of maybe eating late. So I, I just basically switched from my small sauna to using the yoga sauna and then doing movements and exercises and stretches in there. And I just started losing weight. So over a course of a year and a half, I lost 30 pounds. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm now like 154, 155, you know, but I was like up to 185 and, you know, so, and, you know, I was like a tight, I was wearing size 12 and 14, now I wear size 6. And so it was very, 
you know, beneficial, you know, and healthy because taking that long to lose that weight and body contouring, I don't have any, and, you know, I don't have that. And plus, the neat thing about using the, the sauna fix system with the ReSafe, you know, there were studies in Europe that were testing traditional saunas where they would pour water over the rocks, the types of heaters, because some of the heaters, depending on how they were constructed, would actually emit positive ions. So the sauna users would be exhausted versus heaters that produced negative ions. And so when they determined that, they realized that if you inhaled at least 20,000 negative ions per cubic centimeter, that's the size of a sugar cube, that your rectal temperature wouldn't go down. Otherwise, it always goes down because it's like, okay, the body's hot. Let's attempt to cool it down. But heat stress therapy, we don't want the rectal temperature going down if we can avoid it, right? Because we can have, you know, a, a hotter core. And the other neat thing was, you know, even though the rectal temperature didn't go down, their skin surface temperatures were hotter, and they measured the sweat volume. Their sweat volume doubled. This is the same person taking a sauna without inhaling negative ions and the same person taking one with. Their sweat volume doubles when they take a sauna with the negative ion component. And then they, they also found out that the electrolytes came more into balance, the calcium, magnesium, sodium, potassium. And then when they left the sauna, the rectal temperature continued to rise. And they asked everybody, how do you feel? Because you'd think, okay, you're hotter, you're sweatier. You know, what's the answer? Oh, I'm exhausted. No, they all felt more refreshed. There's something very special. And when we went from the standard saunas that have the rocks that you pour water over to the dry sauna that didn't have rocks, we threw the baby out with the bathwater. No negative ions. And so I created this small little gizmo, it's, it's called the Breeze Safe, that produces 19,100,000 negative ions, 4,550,000 positive ions. So it's really considered a plasma generator. Now with these plasma generators, they are excellent at getting rid of volatile organic compounds out of the air, cleaning up all that toxic humidified sauna sweat that, you know, you sweat, it humidifies, and you keep on rebreathing. Well, think about that. This cleans all that up. And then the leftover negative ions, because I, uh, you know, I figured, okay, if I set that down on the floor, I'm sitting down up to my nose, you know, 40 inches, how much am I really breathing of negative ions. So I sent it to the lab, tested it. It was 56,000 negative ions. So you want to at least breathe 20,000. So you're getting almost three times the amount. You're cleaning up the toxic humidified sauna sweat. You're increasing your core body temperature. You're sweating more. You're balancing your electrolytes. So the Breathe Safe, you know, 
was originally made as like a personal air purifier to set at your desk. You know, your, your computer screen is emitting positive ions that can cause you to to be tired. Your heating, ventilation, air conditioning system strips out negative ions. And really, just like oxygen for the body, you have a minimum amount of negative ions you should be inhaling have processes. Wembatin D says if you can get enough negative ions, it's better than an antidepressant. And, you know, one of the symptoms of not having enough negative ions is, you know, you're feeling fatigued or maybe getting a headache. So how many of you have been working all day at your computer and feel those symptoms? It's probably because it's positive ions. You don't have enough negative. You can use this little gizmo there. But, you know, back to the sauna, another person who approved and only recommends my sauna is Dr. Rimka. Now, she also owns the $8,000 sunlight and sauna that has the non-toxic wood because people don't realize that the pitch in the wood is a volatile organic compound that will emit in the air. Volatile organic compounds are carcinogens, So it's got the non-toxic wood, the non-toxic glue, got the low EMF, and it's got the full spectrum lights. But she doesn't feel as well in that sauna as mine and recommends mine. Uh, the thing about the full spectrum saunas on the market, when they realize that cancer.gov is shining near infrared light on inoperable tumors and that far infrared only heats up the water molecules in your body and doesn't have a biological effect on the mitochondria to produce ATP, they realize that they had to do something to add the near-infrared light component because of the healing factors of it. But what they're doing to add that is they're adding little tiny LED light bulbs. So yes, it produces some near-infrared, but not in therapeutic amounts compared to the spectrum chart of the incandescent heat lamp bulbs that I have manufactured for the sauna. And so, you know, the Sonifix has some really good recommendations, and all someone has to do, even if they're a regular sauna user, is to try the Sonifix system. And the way that you feel is just like heads just way over whatever experience you've had with another kind of sauna. And the other thing of it is, is, Saunas have been studied so much. It's probably the best thing that you could do for your body because taking five saunas a week, this has been studied for years and years and years, you are going to live 10 years longer and you're going to die 60% less of all causes. That's accidents. That's every kind of health problem, 60% reduction in risk. So... You know, with uh, another study that I read, you know, because like if you exercise, you can sweat. But in this study, they analyzed exercise sweat. And that is from the sympathetic nervous system. So they found out that it had more mineral loss versus the sauna, there was more toxins present in the sweat. So, you know, for health and healing, especially after you activate your skin by the dry brushing, you get in there, you use the Breeze Safe, 
to cause your core body temperature to be hotter, sweat more. You can really make some progress on your health and feel great. I mean, near-infrared besides that is going to increase the nitric oxide. It's going to increase flexibility, reduce pain. There's some reviews on the website, people with arthritis, fibromyalgia. As long as they take a daily sauna, they don't feel pain. It's just an amazing tool. That's beautiful. And I love that your uh, um, <clears throat> your engineer mind got sick because now you kind of are uh, using that engineering in the health space. And that's super, super cool. I love that. And you actually just sparked my interest because I have a little device um, that does ozone and it has negative ions on there. So it's like, because my tent, you can, your head's sticking out, right? So you can put the ozone in there when you're in there if you want. I don't do that as much anymore because I have a Simply O3 and just have like the medical grade ozone stuff. But um, I'd never had knew that I should maybe be trying to breathe in the negative ions. So I'm going to I'm going to charge up that device. I haven't used it in a long time and start uh, putting the negative ions in there when I'm in the sauna and see if it makes a difference. I don't know if it's as strong as your device, but I could definitely play around with it since I already have it here and see what that does for me. Right. And then, you know, you don't want to inhale ozone gas. Right. That causes permanent lung damage. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I only use the ozone if my head's sticking out. But right. a lot of times I like to sit right in the tent because I just feel better when I get the rays on my skin and the red light on my face and my complexion looks better. And I kind of overall just feel a little bit better when I just sit right in the tent. So maybe um, I'm going to add in the negative ions since I can breathe those in and see what that device does for me. Right. Yeah, definitely. It it mm -hmm. really does make a difference. Yeah, I just don't know how strong it is in comparison. Maybe on the uh, Therasage website, it might say how strong the negative ion device is. I, I never really used the negative ion part. And now you make me want to um, maybe just throw it at my desk when I'm doing these uh, interviews or just doing some work and see if it uh, affects my mood boost. I didn't really think about all the positive ions from all this stuff that I'm sitting here in front of. Right. Yeah. It's like, we're really, uh, we have the 21st century disease. You know, we talk about things we can do for our health, but the best thing is, you know, go out in the morning, don't have sunglasses on, get natural light in your eyes, you know, ground, get your feet on the ground so that the inflammation can go out. You know, we, we're doing all this breath work for breathing, you know. And so that's why it's just like my hack is just to have my breathe safe around because mm. it naturally, um, there's customer reviews on the website with the breathe safe where they'll have like their oxygen, you know, monitor. You know, a lot of people have had problems, you know, since COVID, not having high enough oxygen levels. And they'll, they'll turn this on the side and they'll sleep with it. And, you know, almost instantly their oxygen saturation goes up from 88 to like 92, 93. And that's statistically significant. People, you know, you talk about all this stuff about mouth taping. Person after person sleeps with the breeze safe. They just talk about how their sinuses cleared up, how they're a, a nose breather now, and how they've never had to set an alarm before because they're just an insomniac. And when the, the first night they slept with their breeze sleep, they didn't even wake up till noon and they felt so refreshed. And, you know, I've got one, got two guys that are off their uh, sleep apnea equipment. 
you know, and it's just like, it's a, something happens. It's amazing when you have ionized clean air, you know, a, after an asthmatic family got a hold of me and said, Eileen, I was going to have to use my asthma inhaler. And I was sitting at my desk with my breeze safe and I breathed over that and I didn't have to use my asthma inhaler. So it's like this whole family, they have like 12 of them where they have them on battery packs and they'll put a crossbody bag and they'll just have it there. And they just, uh, you know, it reduced the amount that they had, you know, to have the inhaler. And so this prompted me. It's like, what is going on? This is just more than an air purifier. So I sent it off to the lab and sure enough, this increases oxygen levels, background oxygen levels, 70 to 118%. Wow, that's amazing. That, that was by accident, but it's a <laughs> a new way to make oxygen. And, you know, most plasma generators make equal amounts of negative and positive ions, like the Sharp Cluster, Air Purifier, and all these other plasma generators. And you look at the levels, 15,000 negative ions, 1,000 positive ions. Because if they dial it up any more than that, it makes toxic ozone. So I had this little gizmo tested for ozone because people will smell it and go, oh, it smells like ozone. Nope, because it, it came at it 0 0.00 part per million because you're not supposed to inhale more than 0 0.02 part per million. So then I had him, I said, test it further. People are saying this smells like ozone. Came back as 0 0.003 part per million ozone. So it's actually safe and effective. And it kills, it gets rid of a lot of volatile organic compounds, benzenes, formaldehydes, all the bad stuff that we don't want to breathe, smaller particles than a HEPA filter will take care of. And it's about 48% of pathogens in the air. And so when my son was in college, I'd go over there and his roommate have those Glade Airwicks plugged in everywhere. It's just like headache city. I'd go around and plug them all out. So I created... <laughs> a little plug-in air purifier is yeah the called the ionic refresher and it has carbon fiber tips metal impregnated carbon fiber tips so this little thing makes 32,000 negative ions per cubic centimeter but they're more effective with the metal impregnated carbon fiber tips and it kills 90% of bacteria within an hour in the air. And then I tested it 24 hours. I didn't test it at two hours or 90 minutes, but it was 99.9%. .9%. So this little gizmo is really good at cleaning up volatile organic compounds and, you know, different toxins that we're breathing in the air. But it also is super good for getting rid of all the pathogens in the air. Like, you know, people don't realize that when you flush your toilet, much E. coli and bacteria and stuff goes in the air to the point where, you know, it'll get on your toothbrush and contaminate that. Like every bathroom <laughs> needs one of these gizmos, you know, and it's like... um I've got a hyperbaric oxygen chamber and um, some people I allow them to use it. But what I have is I have a power strip with like four of these on it and I throw it in there. So then it sterilizes 
you know, everything without chemicals, you know, for the next person to be able to use the hyperbaric oxygen chamber. Wow, that's incredible. So I'm definitely intrigued. I'm going to start trying out my negative ions. And if I don't feel anything, maybe I'll just buy one of your devices and then start using that because that sounds super fantastic. I want to switch gears a little bit. I know we only have a few, probably like 20 minutes or so left. I know you make these amazing um, tallow products, so I don't want to skip over that. Those are some of my favorite things that you have. Um, why don't you tell people like why the beauty care, skin care stuff is so toxic anyways and how you develop some of these products? Sure. Well, there's just so many ingredients and chemicals that are put in beauty products, everything from based soaps and toners and lotions and fragrances and conditioners and just everything that you can imagine. And, you know, so, I mean, for years they had lipstick with really high amounts of lead and just all kinds of stuff. And you put stuff on your skin, you know, it's in your bloodstream in 30 seconds. And so your skin is kind of like our protection layer. That's why it like has a more of an acid mantle, you know, on our skin. It's It's got probiotics in our skin. But it's, it's really, you know, our protection. And so, you know, trying to moisturize, you know, from the outside of the body, it's, it's more of a inside out problem, uh, you know, of why you've got dry skin or why you've got all these other issues. But no, no matter where you're at in your journey, we need to have some clean know body products to use and because of my chemical sensitivity over the year I've always trended and used you know more natural things and let's face it for example deodorant most natural deodorants you just end up stinking and you know my daughter you know when you're breastfeeding and pregnant and all that kind of stuff your hormones you know you have a lot more you know, underarm body odor. And so we started playing around because I literally bought, this is, I'm like a gizmo woman. I'll buy everything. I'll try it and I'll come up with something that's better. And it was no different for deodorant, just buying all the deodorants, trying them. You know, nothing really worked. And so we had started learning about ancestral fats that, you know, our, our ancestors used to make all kinds of soaps and body products and everything before, you know, chemicals came on the scene. And so we started working with our kidney tallow. You know, and we only use, because we had bought some other tallow products and you literally smell like you just cooked hamburger. You, <laughs> you smell like hamburger. <laughs> so, of course, we wanted to overcome that. But we started blending and working with different ingredients that were natural that could allow your body to sweat because we don't want to plug up our sweat glands, but we just don't want to smell. And and so we came up with a formula that worked for my daughter. So literally there hasn't been one customer that it hasn't worked for. We have tons of five-star reviews about how, wow, this stuff really works. Oh my gosh. So 
we have two different formulations for the deodorant. We have one that has high altitude organic lavender essential oil and the organic tea tree oil together. So it really doesn't smell like lavender and it really doesn't smell like tea tree oil, but it works really well. Um, that's my favorite. And then there's this lemon lime because lemon myrtle, believe it or not, that essential oil has more antibacterial properties than uh, tea tree oil does. And so it uh, is is my daughter's favorite and someone who has really, really, you know, heavy odor problems that might work for them better because my daughter will have to reapply the fresh that has the other essential oils in it maybe twice a day but a little pea amount you know goes a long way and we use very little baking soda in it in the history of having the deodorants now for almost seven years i've only had three people that couldn't use it due to their sensitivity to baking soda most people that can't have baking soda can still use this um, and of course, with every order, we give skincare samples. So if anybody orders something, they have a sensitivity to baking soda, they can just say, please send me a deodorant sample, you know, with your order as an order note. And then we'll send that sample versus anti-aging lotion or healing lotion or this sunscreen or whatever it is. And then you can try it. But it really solved the problem. Then, um, you know, with my underactive thyroid gland and stuff, I was trending towards dry skin. So I came up with a, a balm that could go on the skin. And it was uh, really useful. And we had a lot of people, uh, you know, raving about it, giving reviews. And they're like going, you know, it's just because it would, you know, not be as hard to, it would be harder to spread than like say a lotion because it's a balm because it's meant to like stay on the surface of the skin more to help maybe, you know, some kind of uh, eruption or crack or something, you know, so it could, you know, soften and um, smooth out certain areas in your skin. So then we started looking at lotions. So we came up with low PUFA, polyunsaturated fatty acid formulations, because now we know that the seed oils are causing a lot of inflammation in the body. You know, so that goes not only for what you're consuming in your body, but for, you know, what you're putting on your skin, because it's more like a transdermal nutrition, too. So that's going to go in your bloodstream. So we want to have low PUFA formulations. So after we did the balms, because we had like an acceptance blend that has a lot of anti-aging um, essential oils in it, then we just had a lavender. So then we started with the lotions. So we came up with a healing lotion because one of my grandsons is allergic to nuts, dairy, and eggs. And so we didn't know about that initially. And he had just like bleeding, itching, rashes all over his body. and Nothing would work. So we developed this healing lotion that we put on him and he would stop itching and it would heal up his skin. 
And then, of course, I wanted an anti-aging lotion, so I formulated an anti-aging lotion with all kinds of ingredients and started using it. And then we have a cellulite reduction, got just a general moisturizing because like my sister, some of the essential oils in um, the blended products, either the healing or the anti-aging, would bother her. So we made a very mild uh, lotion with the high-altitude lavender, which she could tolerate. Then we had people, you know, we, we live in eastern Washington, so 280 days of sun, you know, so it's like, yeah, I want to build my sun callus, and I don't want to use toxic sunscreens. So we developed a sunscreen that's tallow-based, non-greasy, doesn't smell weird like some of these do, that really works. So I could use that on my face and, you know, different areas for protection. And... So now, all in all, we've got like nine different tallow-based lotion products, and we're actually in formulation of another one for India Ari, the singer, because she loves our deodorants, but she's, you know, super sensitive, so I've sent her a bunch of different oils to test, and then we're going to blend them with some tallow and some olive oil to make one that is great for hyperpigmentation and people with really, you know, skin sensitivities. So it's really just solving another problem of how we come up with another product. You know, I'm, I'm messing around with an anti-aging one that activates genes in your skin so that your hair regrows. You know, thick my natural eyebrows are now at 60 compared to videos from before. So I'm, you know, working on that, you know, um, to be able to have as an anti-aging product. Um, then uh, we also came up with some body toners because, you know, a lot of people have compromised immune systems. So we wanted to, have some nutrition to be able to get through the skin. So we came up with some Dead Sea Mineral body toners. We have a body one that you can put on. You can read some of the reviews. People say after putting that on their body, it's almost like they have lotion on. Their skin feels so soft and good. And and then we have an anti-aging one that's got just a lot more expensive ingredients. And that's the one that I use, the Revive. So you can tell the difference in you know, the lack of wrinkles on my neck and my face compared to 10 years ago, you know, looking at those videos. And it's because I'm using the Revive and the anti-aging lotion. And we also, then we have a fresh toner for the younger people that aren't, you know, trying to reduce their fine lines and their wrinkles that still gives you the skin nutrition. So that's where we're at with our skincare line and you know why we came up with it we're in formulation for a body wash we're on like version 10 and i'm not happy with it yet and <laughs> so these products you know sometimes it's almost like making the light bulb not as bad but we're going to be coming out with more things to use for your skin 
No, it's amazing. And um, honestly, I've used uh, tallow for a little while now. I've uh, I ordered my meat from White Oaks Pastures, so I've used like they have a uh, tallow moisturizer. It's all regenerative. And then uh, I've tried Perma Earth, and I use the pig lard bars to, from both of those places to wash my hair. But um, the ones from your company seem to keep me a lot more moisturized. Is that because you think you're using just specifically that suet fat or is it just like some of the other ingredients in there? What's there? There's a definitely a difference between your products and those. Yeah. Well, we only use what's in the fascia sac on top of the kidney. So a whole cow can have 300 pounds of fat, but there's only 15 pounds or so of that particular fat. So that makes a difference. And then I actually had a special machine made to render the fat. So we do it on a much lower temperature than an oven can even render the fat. And, you know, we end up with, once the rendering process is done, after we've cut all the stuff off of it that's not acceptable, only 25% of what the original poundage that went in there is what we get out of that liquid. We call it like a liquid gold. And so I know it's the processing of how we do it that's a huge difference. So, you know, the lower temperature, you're going to have more of those vitamins, you know, than, than how they've processed the other fats. And then, you know, the bombs and the deodorant, you know, they have the olive oil in them, uh, you know, so it makes a heavier, like I said, for the purpose of having more of a balm. Like you can use the balms as a lip balm, you know. Um, but the other oils, I just got it dug deep into what was going to, you know, bring healing, you know, anti-inflammatory, anti-aging, just all these different benefits, antimicrobial aspects. And then compared the PUFA rating and and had it to where, because there's a lot of oils that I could have used that have higher PUFA ratings, you know. And so I just make sure that the overall blend is very low, like a three to no more than a six. They say if the PUFA rating is 10 or under. So obviously with the lotions, a lot of the other benefits are some of the ingredients that we've put in there. Because there's also like fusion, wrinkle fix, and, you know, asparagus extract, and there's silk, and there's proteins, and there's all these other ingredients that are beneficial and healing and non-toxic to the skin that we've put in there. So it's become more of just a tallow product, but I would say that at least 60% of the ingredients is still the tallow. So that's where you get the fat-soluble, you know, vitamins that your skin just loves, you know, to absorb. So it's it's just really nourishing. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people realize how good those fat-soluble vitamins are for the skin. And um, I dug deep into that, and that's when I switched to tallow products. And I got my wife, she used to use all these expensive products. Now she just uses some form of tallow product from you or if she just orders it from White Oak Pastures, uh, doesn't matter. She just literally, she does like a face wash uh, from Ali Tura like once a week and then literally just tallow. And she's gotten rid of all these expensive products that she used to use. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah, tallow, tallow is amazing. Absolutely a life changer. And so, yeah, that's why we're going to be expanding the line of 
you know, doing other things. And sometimes, you know, with my kinky hair, I uh, even put tallow lotion in my hair and my hair like absorbs it. Wow. That's and cool. It's not greasy, <laughs> but not everybody's hair type can do that. But <laughs> yeah, it seems like you would like when you touch it, you think you're going to be greasy. But actually, once you're on, like I put some on right before the show, it may look a little greasy, but it doesn't feel greasy at all. Like it, it's very strange. When I was on ABC, CBS, and NBC TV, live TV, when you would go, you would go in there and they just tell you to come in without anything and they do your makeup. And I would just do my face, you know, take my shower, and then I would put the tallow lotion on my face. I would go in there time after time. They're going, oh, my gosh, what's on your skin? 90% of the time, we're just moisturizing it, and your skin is perfect. I don't have to do any moisturizing. And uh, so I actually have some professional makeup artists that use our tallow because it's oh, wow. superior to everything and and like with ours there's no animal smell at all <laughs> yeah and, when i first tried um using because I, I used to just render down suet and then use the tallow to cook and stuff like that so when i first did that i was i was like oh, i'll put some on my face and and it worked amazing but i smelled like a roast beef sandwich for sure <laughs> right yeah <laughs> so i have some pictures that i have permission to put on the website there's a lady who bought the Revive Facial Toner and the Aloe Anti-Aging Lotion. And she has a whole whole bunch of capillary bleeds underneath her skin on her arms, like bruising and capillary bleeds. And so she would put the toner and the lotion on, and in less than a month, every single capillary bleed and bruise that she's had for, like, years disappeared. And she sent me the before and after pictures. That's how nourishing these ingredients are. I'm just constantly amazed at, we even have a review from a vegan. Okay, here's, you have to search the skincare reviews for this vegan. All right, so, I mean, I get calls from vegans going, well, you have to kill the cow. <laughs> I'm going, yes, you know, it's the fat off top of the kidney. But this, this vegan was so desperate because she had been on prescription you know, medications and prescription lotions. And she was just suffering with a terrible skin condition. And so she was desperate. She actually got a sample of skincare in her order when she ordered something else. And so she used it and it got rid of her problems. So she left us a five-star review on our tallow products, the vegan loving our tallow. It's, hey, you know, it works. And it's non-toxic and, you know, we do source, you know, our tallow from all grass-fed. You know, a lot of it's organic. I just can't get enough organic to go organic on that that ingredient. But it's, you know, all humanely, this co-op that we get it from when they kill the cows. Because, you know, if you are, you know, really rough with the cattle, then it's going to, the adrenal glands are going to release hormones and all that stress, you know, so they're humanely slaughtered. So we're just getting the best of the best and, and that's why it works. Yeah. And it feeds right into my lifestyle because I eat a lot of animal protein. I've done the vegan thing and it didn't work. And that was actually when I probably was the sickest. Um, 
And so it's this kind of like this whole nose to tail kind of approach. And I like that if I'm going to eat the animal, I might as well use the tallow where I can to cook with for, you know, to my soap, my shampoo, all the things. So it kind of is to me, that's like the most sustainable way of, you know, using the products of, from animals that you already are going to eat anyways. <clears throat> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I know we're getting short on time. Um, is there anything else you want to tell the listeners or if not, just tell them where they can find you on social media, the website, all the things like that. Yeah. Um, I think we've covered a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of other videos and educational stuff. I don't think we talk too much about drinking ozonated water, but that's a great way to boost your oxygen metabolism. And, uh, you can find us on Creatrix solutions.com and that's spelled c-r-e-a-t-r-i-x solutions.com and instagram is creatrix solutions youtube is creatrix yeah follow us and learn we try to put out a lot of informational god Free PDF downloads for, you know, exercises. We have spinal fitness, how to get rid of your back pain. You know, that's another big energy sucking thing in our body is trying to exist in gravity with our tight muscles. And you know, I think everybody has really had a backache or knows somebody who does. And, and we can people with that as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. So we'll have to do this again sometime and we'll maybe we'll talk about the spinal fitness or drinking the ozone and uh, whatever. I know you got a lot of other topics you could cover. So we'll have to have you back on sometime. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. If you enjoy this show, would you please take a second to subscribe, rate and review it for me? Also, if you'd like to know more information about Combo, personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, or for upcoming retreat information, which I host with my wife, please visit my website in the show notes or DM me on Instagram. My handle over there is at Integrative Matt. Until next time, my friends.